my god. As soon as you were like, are you busy Wednesday? I was like, where, where do you need me to be? <laughs> <laughs> I can make something I happen. Always, I always feel bad kind of throwing it on you last minute, but also yeah. it was like, those are normally when the spontaneous things happen. Oh, yeah, That's the right. best. That's the best. I, like, I hate planning something because it usually something that comes up and I get fucked. Right. But like, if it's spontaneous, it's like I can move things around at last minute yeah. and make it happen. Right. That's almost every week for me and yeah. Kev. Yeah, it's always much. like, hey, you want to do a random Tuesday night at... 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah Dill texts me sometimes Sunday, like during football, and he's like, "When do you run a course?" I, like, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> when Tuesday are we, nights. Are when are we both free? Beautiful. If you guys ever want to do Tuesday nights, we do a lot of like early in the week. Because yeah. I'm, all, we, I'm always off on Wednesdays. Yeah, sweet. Tuesday, Wednesday, are typically when we're recording. Mm-hmm. Thursday, if we have to push it, but yeah, it's been Tuesday, Wednesday, pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty steady. I think for the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. The only reason I worked tonight was so I didn't have to go in uh, later on this morning. Right. To do the pallets, and now I can literally leave here, go to bed. Oh, nice! All right, I'm gonna go get another beverage real quick before <laughs> okay. maybe Diesel back. We uh, yeah yeah, before we start. Hey guys, and welcome to Off the Beaten Cliff. This week we are doing the spooky playlist. <laughs> Is that too much? No. So let's get into it. <laughs> Hey guys, and welcome to Off the Beaten Cliff. This is going to be a special episode where we are doing a draft of spooky songs for the spooky playlist. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Halloween time. Ghosts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All those things. Uh, uh, Like we mentioned, uh, this episode's coming out on a Friday. Uh, We normally release on Mondays, but we're trying to get it out right before Halloween. Uh, It's special for a couple reasons. We also have in the building with us Tommy (laughs) Becerra. Hey, I'm here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's up? What's up, fellas? What's, What's up? up, Tommy? How it's you been? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Last time we all were together, it was at uh, we were Good Time Charlie's. Good Time Charlie's. And we got a little drunker than we wanted to be on, like, a Wednesday. Mm. So That tends to happen when yeah. we're all three together, though. So. Oh, absolutely. Good times. And, you know, Dill reached out to Tommy because spooky season is Tommy season. Mm. So... Mm, that's for sure. You had to be on. If, uh, if, I, was a sp- if I was on a spice rack... I'd have a little label on there that said spooky season. Spooky seasoning. <laughs> I'm a dad now. Yeah, it's I get away with shit like that. It's one of the dumber jokes I've heard in a while. So. It reminds me of Emperor's New Groove, <laughs> where it's like lethal, but it's actually just a llama. In my defense, so your labels kind of look the same. Oh my god! <laughs> you might want to consider relabeling. But Tommy, we're happy to have you on. Yes. I think it's your first time on Off the Beaten Cliff. Yeah, off, and the, I'm, off the Beaten I'm Cliff. Probably gonna lose you guys a couple of listeners. No, no. no, no, no. If anything, you'll get them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we appreciate you having having you on. And uh, like we mentioned, uh, we missed the drafts a little bit, so we're yeah. excited to get into uh, yes. one of our playlists. We each pick five songs, like we did during the summer, and. Uh, we're Wait, s- we're not doing like a fantasy football draft? No, it's just no. we're going to talk about each I'm song. kidding. Uh, okay. I was trying to do like a fantasy. That was a bit. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was the best bit I've heard in a long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, so, <Tommy. laughs> 
Before we get started, uh, we're going to go over audience submissions. Uh, first is Ellie Tolliver says Brugeria by Aja, Aja and Mitch Farino. Yep, a lot of J's. Mm. It's a very cool song. It, it is a cool song. It, uh, go ahead. It kind of feels like the same vein of one of your songs. Yeah. Ghost Train. It, it felt very similar. Shh. I, I disagree, but I get what you're, I think I get what you're saying. Like tonally, yes, yes. for 100. percent Yeah, it, it's it's got that super creepy ish vibe. This is like more of a rap song, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like I don't know what this is, but I love it. That's the only note I had mm-hmm. on it. It's really really good. It's yeah, it's more of like a in that electronic vibe, which I was. It was cool to hear. Yeah, because I saw it on the playlist. I was like, I don't. Dylan sh- surely didn't add this, so I was, I was excited to see it was a, an audience submission. What was the name again? Yeah, yeah, Bur- Brugeria. Brugeria. Yeah, I'm looking at the playlist again. I was trying to remember like where that fell. Brugeria. Brugeria. Bruge- yeah. The artwork By was Aja. cool. The art, the uh, album art. It almost looks like a tarot card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, our second pick is from Benjamin. Uh, he has an email too. So let me see yeah, I can pull that up. up. I got it. Uh, Tommy, tell us about your life while we're looking this up. Um, I'm a father of a of a beautiful baby girl, just turned one years old. Um, I've been playing a lot of fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I love football again because football broke my heart when Michael Vick got caught fighting dogs. And I was like, I don't like football anymore, and then now I love football again. Uh, okay, that's enough. Okay, cool. <laughs> Good time feeling. We're glad. We're glad. Fifteen years has passed, and you're back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is from my uh, my youngest brother, my only brother that is younger than me. So my just my younger brother, uh, Ben Carter, uh, fourth member of the podcast. Uh, we might be third because Louis didn't uh, send an email in this week. He did submit, but he didn't send an email. Yeah, I think he's still third. Okay, he's that's still fine. good. All right, you're, you're safe for now, Lou. Uh, so. I'm hyped for Spooky Playlist, boys. Mm. Bill Murray was a wild ride of an album with legendary Spotify art, and Tokonoma isn't quite my speed, but I had a, had a lot of great moments that made it worth the while to appreciate a different kind of talent. Uh, my song of the show is from the f- from the artist I really wanted to include in the Spooky la- Playlist before, Mr. Bungle Blew Up My Spot. Um, Sacrificial by Paris, uh, sorry, Sacrificial featuring Paris by Rez is my pick. This is not the spookiest song by a long stretch, but it's hot off the press in 2021, and it slaps hard. Mm. Rez's music is straight up scary, and this track carries her trademark uneasy hypnosis. May all your tricks be treats. Benji, Columbus, Ohio. Love it. I love that <laughs> we still know where he's from. Yep. Yeah, this song slaps, and I'm a big Paris fan, um, so that's the only reason I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, ha- had you heard the song, Tom? Was it the My House? No. Oh. It's a... She's featured with like a EDM artist. Yeah, I hadn't um, heard this song. Yeah, it's good. It it's was really a late edition. Good. I don't know if okay. I added it to the Apple Music. Line. I added it today to the Spotify. He, he had a cut? different song. Should we cut and then fast forward to me hearing it? If you it? want to, uh, nah, it's not that important. <laughs> it's just Ben. <laughs> it's just Ben. Fuck him. Uh, but yeah, that he. I think he had a different song and it. It got. Yeah, there was a Mr. Bungle song on there, which I actually looked hard into Mr. Bungle uh, for this playlist as well. So I like that uh, name. It's another. It's another. Uh, um, Jesus Christ! A I jazz band? No, I can't think of his name. Uh, Mac Miller. No. Uh, this is a great radio. Faith the no lead more. singer of Faith No More. It's one of his songs. Stevie Wonder. Okay. Mike Patton. There we go. It's one it of his, sounded. It sounded like. It's Mike actually Patton. his original band. Um, like the demo from Mr. Bungle got him the job. With gotcha. Faith no more. So. Um, our third pick is from Louie. He picked Vampira by 
Devin Townsend Band. Yes. Um, not to be confused with Devin Townsend Project. Yes. It's Devin Townsend is one is another one of those guys that has a trillion sides projects like Strapping Young Lad, Devin Townsend Band, Devin Townsend Project. He's got a bunch of other shit. Uh, it's it's one of those songs that's goofy as fuck. The video you really have to watch the music video to really get it. Um, mm. My my comment to Louie when he posted it in our group chat is, I hate how much I love Devin Townsend. He's just him. he's a goofy dude. He's a great singer, even though he hates singing, and he's a great guitarist, and he just does cool shit. He's a great follow on uh, Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very active. Yeah. You, you don't have. You, you probably don't have any touch tone with Devin Townsend. I'm just. I'm just. I'm riffing off you guys. Okay. I'm just. Like, I'm just enjoying the ride. That's the way to be. <laughs> um. So Tommy, we're gonna let you go with your first pick. We're gonna each go through our picks. Oh, cool. So you okay. go one. Kevin does his one. I do my one. Two. 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 Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you talk about uh, the first song you picked. We'll we'll both talk about it and then okay, we'll move okay. on. Um, I got to so pull up my notes real quick. Well, okay. I remember what I picked. Yeah, was, your, uh, was your first pick was Ride the Wings of Pestilence by from first to last. Yeah, baby. You guys know of a guy. Uh, what's his fucking name? Skrillex. Skrillex. Mm-hmm. You guys know Skrillex? Yes. He was in an emo band once. Yep. Yeah, a long time ago. That was, a, that was like one of my favorite albums in high school was that. Uh, I actually have a funny story I must tell you, so yes. I'm going to pause real quick and tell you. Oh, we're not going to say it on the pod? Go. We're good? All right. We're live. <laughs> we're live. Um, Dylan just told us a raunchy story. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah, my first pick is Ride the Wings of per- Pestilence, Pestilence. Um, by From First to Last. It is, should I describe the song in the lyrics? Whatever you, why did you pick it? Well, it's have you? Did you look up the lyrics? I didn't. Li- I don't. I'm not a lyrics guy. Oh, okay. I leave that. To did you? Alan. Did you? <laughs> I, I. Yeah. I you, could pick them up. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's brutal as fuck. It's like he kills like this popular dude and like wears his skin as a suit and makes all his friends like him more and shit and like it reminds me of that that one short story where like the guy like kills that dude and hides him in the wall and you can like hear his like heart beating the or whatever. Heart? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell tell heart. That song, the song reminds me of that, and I think that's why I like that song yeah, so much yeah. because, like, he talks about like hiding him in the floorboards and shit. That's cool. But it's just like a song about like murdering somebody. But I think it's like more about. I think it has like a deeper meaning, and I used to know it because I was such a I was such a. Emo. Who cares, man? Yeah, but, it was. It's it's, but it's like, spooky. It's gruesome. Yeah, yeah. for lyrics. Yeah. What's your favorite part from it, Dylan? Um the the outro. Of yeah. the gang, the gang screams together. Uh, ride the wings of pestilence when so they sick. yell that at the end. It's like <laughs> that. That's something emo was so good at, mm-hmm. and like I think it's it's ding, more ding, fake ding. or like manufactured now. Yeah, yeah I think so. Too. Of like the midwestern emo, we we talk about it a, a couple times where it just like it feels forced. And this was like these guys really believe what they're saying. Yeah. Like they might be a little serial killery, but yeah. also like if you're if it's earnest, we we're into it. So that's that's really all you want. And I can't imagine writing that song. Like that's some heavy. Yeah, but you think about it. I mean, the shit we say on a daily basis true. is just as bad. That's you know so I mean? true. So and I, that's why I love it. Yeah, I think that's why I like metal and shit like metal adjacent because. If you meet these guys in person, they're probably just the nicest, oh, easygoing yeah. guys. Oh, dude, they were nerds. But they sure. just, yeah, but they just, they know how to write creepy shit yep. because they just write down all the shit they said they would say otherwise. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it, the, this song doesn't feel like it's trying to be cool. It just felt like they really had something crazy weird to say. Yeah. And it fit on the album. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. It's and the I, last song, too. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a, such that's a cool a wild track to end yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. And then another reason I like that song, too, is, uh, 
since it is a spooky playlist, that song was like, we used to listen to that album like on the way to Friday Night Football games. Yeah. And so like, it's just like, it screams fall to me every time I listen to yeah. that yeah. song. It's just like fucking October, yeah. football season, grab a hoodie, grab your girlfriend, go to the, go to the Friday fo- Night Football game. I think I, I kind of described it. Talk a about few murder weeks ago. on the way there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did I say a few weeks ago when we were listening to jail songs? I don't know. I mean, it was like I want to take my emo girlfriend to a bonfire <laughs> to a flannel and, and like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to wear flannel. We're all better than these people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I want to scoff at everyone and be like, they're so normies, <laughs> and I'm not. I don't fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was a good first pick, Tom. Thanks, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first? Did you like me? it, Kev? I did. I, I need your approval. I did. I liked it a lot, actually. Um, oh, nice. Okay. It's somewhere. It's landed somewhere between like that emo space and me, like the metal that I really dig. Yeah. Uh, which I was was wasn't expecting. Cool. Because I spoiler alert. Not, I mean, it's not doesn't really matter. But I kind of picked this playlist because this playlist would or this uh, my draft would change. These five songs would probably change tomorrow or next week or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I kind of picked these songs because like, I was like, I think Dylan would like this. Sure, I think Kevin sure. would like this. But they're all things like I really love. Yeah. And I, but I picked them in like a way that I thought you guys would enjoy. Sure, sure. Yeah, like, no, man. I, I really I dug it. I dug yeah, it more yeah. than I thought I was going to. Fuck yeah. Um, and, you know, one of my main notes was that the, when he hits those higher notes and he gets mm. kind of flat. Um, I actually kind of like that yeah, because yeah. it reminds me of King Diamond, which is like the king of horror. Yes. Um, yeah. it, obviously, King Diamond goes way, way higher than that. But like he has, he, it sounds like he's singing flat. He's really not, but it's got that same kind of like timbre to it mm. that King Diamond has. And you know, if we're talking about spooky shit, and you mentioned King Diamond, you're in good company. Yes, so. amen. I've I've wanted Dylan to pick a King Diamond album, but I, I couldn't. I can't oh, do no. it. I can't do it to you, dude. <laughs> like, I, I just couldn't. Um, he's too far out there, even for me sometimes. <laughs> would you say he's off the beaten cleft? I would say he's off the beaten cleft, absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> he said the name of the show. Ding, Everybody ding, drink. Ding, 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 um, ding. I'm going to go first. Okay. Where is my mind? The piano rendition by the Blue Notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get into a quick disclaimer. Each song I picked kind of reminded me of a TV show or a, a horror movie or even just like... Um, Later on, I think I talk about a different movie that isn't necessarily horror, but... Yeah, um, I like that touch. But they kind of remind me of... Like, when I hear a song, I want to watch a movie or watch a TV show. Sure. And uh, Where's My Mind, the piano rendition, reminds me of Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Because it's got that, like, slow piano, but it has, like, a sadness and a creepiness and a dreadfulness. And it's... uh, Where's My Mind has been used in, like, so many versions of media, whether it's um, Mr. Robot, which the mm. mo- the piano is how I heard of it yeah. uh, from Mr. Robot, or, you know, Fight Club. Fight Club. It's been used in so many, like, iconic ways, um, but to hear it in the piano is just, like, stripped down, and you know the words, but it's just, like, it's so, good. It's so gut-wrenching yeah. and creepy, and, like, you feel like something's following you, almost, and um, being stripped down to just a piano is so cool. Yeah. Um, but it's just the perfect Halloween song, and before I thought of it as spooky, I just remembered like the first time I watched Fight Club and that song playing in the background. You're like, God, that's kind of like all of this is just kind of fucked. I'm, that scene is iconic, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you met me at a weird time in my life, and then they just watched the world burn. It's fucking yeah. awesome. It's, like any other. It's still arms. my Twitter bio. I think about yeah. I think about that all the time. What a fucking great. That's a perfect ending. There's very few perfect endings in the world, but the mm-hmm. ending to Fight Club is perfect. So yeah, and that song is a big big reason why. So 
I want to I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, yeah, no, man, I, I love a piano rendition rendition of anything, especially if it's like a somber song like this. Uh, it's it always puts me in a good mood. I like sad music. I like angry music, and I like sad and angry music because so I don't feel sad and angry myself. <laughs> so yeah. whenever I like, I listen to that shit all the time. Like I in getting in that headspace, like forcing myself in that headspace helps me not fall into that headspace where I'm not prepared for it and would like crush me. You know what I mean? So I love listening to shit like this. Uh, it's, it's just got just the right of spookiness to it. This rendition. Um, I will say I did go and listen to the, the, the Pixies version immediately after. Yeah. I was like, I need to hear it. I need to hear that, that kick ass guitar and I need to hear him singing horribly. And I don't know. I just wanted to think about fight club too. <laughs> On your way home. I want you to listen to the trampled by turtles version too. Oh. I've heard the Trampled by Turtles. Yeah. It's really good. You like it? Yeah. I Ta- like Trampled by Turtles. Again, we talk about this all the time. I don't listen I know, to Trampled I, by I, Turtles I all the to, time, but I, I love it. I like them more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy, what are your thoughts? I thought it was a great like start to the playlist. Um, and anything piano. like I, I remember like starting the playlist like in my car like on the way to work today. And I was just like, like my eyes got all squinty. And I was like, oh, I fucking love like, I just lo- <laughs> I love listening to piano. I have like so many yep. like records that I listen to that like I've just like grabbed because it was like piano version of this or so and so plays piano. Blah, blah, blah. So like just a piano version of any song gets me jacked. Yep. And like I was I, I was that I think that was like the first time I've ever heard that version. Yeah, same here. Like in a piano format. But um, the end of season it. one, Mr. Robot. The, so oh for real yeah when, it sounded familiar yeah. like the but because uh, i'm a huge mr robot fan when he walks through the uh the fun house yes at okay. the end of season one that's, i gotta watch that episode yeah. now but god i thought that was chills an, i thought I, that was a really good pick um the what it reminded me of and i wanted to touch on this uh which got me so excited about talking about this playlist and listening to this playlist is like um it reminded me of like um, did you guys ever do like uh, impromptu like haunted house in your front yard or anything, or did like any kind of like haunted house things mm, with your no. friends? Uh, when I was growing up, we would do we would make either like haunted houses in our front yard or like haunted houses. We did a haunted house in Moraine, and like we, you would make a playlist for your like sh- for your scenes. So like you would just go like everyone would pick like spooky songs sure. to play during the the whole night, and like I thought that piano thing was perfect. Like I could just imagine like setting like hiding behind like a corner with my friends and that like playing and people being like lost in this ma- it was it was like yeah there's nostalgic a, there's a meandering nostalgic. quality to it sure that lends itself well to like a maze certainly mm-hmm. it's kind of like you're drifting off into nothingness as yes. you like try to find your way out of this maze exactly and i think that's why it fit with the the hill house without touching on it too much is yeah. like i love that the show. everyone kind of unraveling and like losing their mind and then it's like the house like drawing them back and yes. it kind of feels like that's that would be the song that the house is playing uh, on the piano mm-hmm. on oh, repeat. Yeah, yeah that's cool yeah yeah so that was the uh the mental image i had I like that so kev what's your first pick my first pick is a dance macabre uh by camille saint-saint um it's a classical piece if you couldn't tell um by all of the french pronunciations um it's it's a classic classic song if you took an elementary school music class you probably recognize it as h-a-l-l-o-w-w-n spells halloween Mm. uh it's the same melody uh i don't know if i've mentioned that to people and they don't know what the fuck i'm talking about so maybe it was just a thing from wilmington yeah but there was a song that went h-a-l-l-o-w-w-n spells halloween and it's the same i mean it's it's the melody from dance macabre uh it, it, i just love it man it's classic halloween 
it's about death it's literally about the dance of death um and that the whole medieval i don't know if it's medieval or renaissance i think it's medieval uh concept of death comes for us all wherever you see like the old paintings of dancing skeletons the dance macabre is is literally written about that feeling mm-hmm. where death comes for us all whether it be kings or the graveyard dance yeah yeah exactly yeah, that's yeah. what they called it yeah it's I got it's, it tattooed on my back <laughs> do you, do you? Really? Yeah. yeah oh that's right yeah you do yeah. um it, it's uh it's just really cool concept and it's a really creepy like I love the the when the violin, just the way it's played. And we were talking about this last week. It's it's not about the notes that are being played, but the emotion behind the notes. Because you could play that straight, uh, and it wouldn't sound as good. But when that first note hits, like after like you get the little intro, the bing bing, it's I was like, oh shit, we're in, some, we're in for some shit. Uh, it's uh, I fucking love this piece. It's it's one of my favorites of all time. I listen to it all the time, not just in spooky season. Nice, Zoe. She wanted me to mention that. Of course, she loves. Of course, song. she does. Yeah. Anytime I pick classical, I know Zoe's gonna. She's like, okay with it. I feel like you tolerate classical music, and me and Kevin really like it. I love it, dude. I listen to it all the fucking time. She, yeah, she's she's a nut for class. Yeah. Her her interests basically overlap with you, and I'm I'm the outsider. That <laughs> I just want to fit in. <laughs> well, it's good though, because if me and Zoe had a podcast, it would just be us talking about this is this is great. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you can go ahead, Tom. Oh, I was like, I wanted to just like echo what uh, Kevin said about like the violins. It's there's nothing better like, there's no like better haunting sound than like a violin, especially like, kind of like missing that note. It's that, like, it's ring. the it's the yeah. weight of it. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was I I was really excited that you guys both picked kind of like an instrumental song for the first, mm-hmm. uh, like the first pick. Um, those two songs would have actually like flowed better, like good. Like that was like number one and number sure, two. Sure, sure. Um, and then just dived right into like all the other stuff. But yeah. I, I really enjoyed. I've I've heard that a hundred times. Yeah, it's one and of those. It was fun to listen to again and like, oh yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, before. it's one of those pieces where like I've heard this a billion times. Yeah. I just didn't know what it was called or who it was by. Exactly. And a lot of classical. Exactly. Like it's it almost makes me feel like any of those like time pieces where it's like a horror movie, like uh, the last Fear Street movie, sure. where it's like there's something evil afoot mm-hmm. but it's still playful and i really like the mm. the like dichotomy of being playful but also like you're kind of still une- uneasy mm-hmm. and that's a lot of the songs on these playlists is like it's not necessarily creepy or scary but it's like it leaves you with a sense of unease unease yes that's my that was my whole playlist really is unease yeah except for you know actually not a couple songs but some of them i just like but a, yeah. a lot of them make you feel uneasy for sure do you want to snake draft this or you want to I mean, I can go again. That's fine. I don't mind. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, number two for me. Uh, this is Halloween by Marilyn Manson. Now, Dill, you probably don't know this because you've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas, but this is the opening number of Nightmare Before Christmas, oh. and it's fucking awesome. And I put this on this playlist partially because I want you to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. I want you to overcome your fear of claymation and watch this fucking movie because you would adore it. I know it for a you fact. You would love it. I love it. I'm about so watch it tonight. Much. You would. Let's get crazy. Let's watch it. it tonight. Let's watch it tonight. <laughs> I mean, let's have a sleepover. <laughs> depending on how long this goes, I'd be fine. It's a short movie, so uh, it's it's awesome, dude. It really is. And the, the the first twenty minutes of that movie are perfect movie making. Uh, the songs are incredible. This one, in, this one included. It jump. It kicks it off. The scene as they go through Halloween Town is awesome. But 
Marilyn Manson, of course, makes it a thousand times creepier. The you know, the king of kind of shock rock in the nineties and two thousands, and yeah, it's just an awesome spin on a Nightmare Before Christmas classic. It really is like Marilyn Manson's addition to this song because I went and listened to the like one from the the movie. Oh sure, and I thought he just like added a creepiness to it that yeah, he just adds a creepiness no matter what. Like look at his face, that yeah. pale, ugly face. Yeah. He's, everything about him is creepy. He's so. a horrible person. He's been me too to, to death. Really? So mm-hmm. I felt bad about putting him on here. But you got to separate the I art from the artist. I think we all have a me too artist on, <laughs> yeah. on our playlist. We do? I think so. Yeah. He's got Michael Jackson. I got brand new. And you got Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Fair enough. Brand new got me too Yeah. Oh, no. We'll talk about it here in a minute. Warped Wing? Or not Warped Wing. <laughs> warped Tour? Uh, no. Like uh, years of grooming. Oh, no. Yeah. Which is the worst, I think, honestly. Well, it's not yeah. the worst, but it's it's just the creepiest, certainly. But, uh, Tom, what's your what's your thoughts on This is Halloween by oh, Marilyn dude. Manson? Well, it was funny because I was going to put uh, a co- another cover from, like, that. There's, like, a, I think there's an album that's, like, a bunch of co- like artists. Yeah, like, a bunch of artists did covers, and the Marilyn Manson one's on there. I was going to do the Fallout Boy cover of What's This? But I feel like it's more of like a Christmas. That's a Christmas mood. song. Yeah, because he—that's when he's like falling into Christmas land. I but I love that song so much. What's this? And I—I I always fight with Aaron, my wife, about this um, because I think that uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is a is a spooky Christmas movie, and she said it's a Halloween movie. No, I think it's more a Christmas movie than I know. It's, I think it's a—it's well, it's in the middle. I, I, I just call it, it a thing, it's a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, it's a Thanksgiving movie exactly. So it's coming off the cusp of it's a holiday uh, movie yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but but that first scene that Halloween town is oh, it's, so there's good. nothing like more Halloween and spooky than I that. I do miss the and Jack the yeah. Pumpkin King. I fucking love that shit. And I dude honestly like Marilyn Manson kills that he cover does. too. It he is does. I like bumped it. Like I was I turned it like I had a I, by that time in the playlist I was like at Warped Wing in the warehouse like picking the pallets and stuff and I had like a little uh like boom speaker thing. I fucking jacked it up. It was so loud in there. And I was just, I was like, I hope nobody walks back here because I was kind of feeling it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's the parts like everybody scream, yeah. everybody scream. And Marilyn Manson t- doesn't like go like crazy with it. Yeah. He just makes it creepy as shit. You know what I mean? It's like feel, you feel dirty listening. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite. Oh, it's one of my favorite movies, too. Yeah, it's mine, too. I love it so much. We do, Like, I would love to watch it with Dylan and see his reaction. <laughs> Pick number two yes. for me, um, Mama by My Chemical Romance. Mm. Mama. Uh, we are going to just pick a My Chemical Romance song from the Black Parade until we do the full album. That's fine. For a playlist, I think. <laughs> I don't um, hate the album. I hate the Black Parade. Yeah. The song. He hates Welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't hate it. It just could have been a million times better than it is. Yeah. And I don't uh, understand every, the hype. Every song on the album is better than that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's how it always goes. I always like the whole album over like the popular song. It's the most emo kid thing you can do is say like I like the deep cuts. Yeah, well, the yeah, emo true. album. Fair like enough. oh, I don't <laughs> listen to the songs that have a star next. To yeah, it. my like, problem my problem with that song is I don't understand the hype. Not having yeah. been part of it, yeah. going back and listening to it now, it's like eh, I mean it's fine. I mean the chorus fucking is cool, but yeah, whatever. I guess it was just like the fuse playlists, you know, yeah. like the in the morning getting ready for school. Right, I like, wasn't in the moment when that song yeah, came yeah. out, and I wasn't part of that scene, so right. I just don't get it. Anyway, let's get into the actual song. Yes, Mama. <laughs> uh, this song has given me the heebie-jeebies from the moment it came out. <laughs> and uh, the show it reminds me of is The Punisher Season 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar. It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I'm very had John familiar. Barenthal in it. Um, there was a guy in the show who ended up being one of the villains, and he was in the military, and like he was having trouble like adjusting when he got home, and he started like acting out and burrowing himself into the his parents' backyard, and like he couldn't get comfortable in his own home, so he like made a bunker in his backyard, and like he ended up being like almost like uh, the Unabomber. Mm-hmm. But it almost reminds me of this song because he's like. He wants to be normal and he like can acknowledge that there's something wrong, but he doesn't know exactly what's wrong. And this right. song is so creepy and it's like writing a note to your mom, like all this fucked up stuff is happening and I'm about to die. So I just need you to know like all of it sucks. This, <laughs> we're all going to hell. Yeah. Um and yeah, this this song is so fucking creepy. Yeah. I, I I don't think that could be understated. But also it rocks. Yes. It rocks so hard and also, I want to mention Liza Minnelli is the like female vocalist, like three quarters of the way through the song. I'm just really, yeah. I, I I was reading up on the song and I found that out and I was like, that's so fucking kick ass. But everything about the song rocks from minute one. It's just creepy and it even ends like with like gang vocals. Like everything about it's dope. So, yeah. Tom, you go first. Was I'm trying to remember? Was that the song that kind of it ends with? Uh like creepy sounds too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like circus sounds. Yes, circus like a like a circus vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um I listening back, like well, it being in this playlist, I found it creepy. I didn't ever think of it creepy at like back in the day, like listening. I've, I mean, I've seen that song live and I remember just like tearing it up in the mosh pit, yeah. like just having fun. But it is like kind of a creepy song. I didn't realize it until today. Mm-hmm. Like along with all the other songs, I was like it does kind of have like a vibe to it that's fucked but my chemical romance is a creepy band yeah that's yeah. kind of what so, they thrived on so. yeah especially I, this album and the album before like where they thought they yeah. were vampires and then this album where they stayed in a haunted house and wrote a whole album like yes. it's bound to be creepy yeah right so. i love them so much i really do <laughs> they touch a it, it touched a, a good spot in my heart <laughs> listening to that song yeah no, I, I feel largely the same way. I, I really, really like this song. And it almost gave me like a Gogo Bordello feel to it at the beginning, which is always cool to me. Um, kind of like that off-kilter, really weird Eastern, or yeah, Eastern European feel. And that's always creepy because, you know, Eastern Europe is a creepy place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of like cool, like creepy folklore that comes out of that area. And so just hearing something that reminds me of that part of the world during this time of the year is always going to put me in a creepy headspace. Um, I did write, it just proves my point of why welcome to the black parade sucks <laughs> because this is the same album and it's a million times better. Uh, but you know, anyway, back to the song. It's, it is, it's really good. I enjoyed listening to it quite a bit. Uh, I, again, like Tommy, I didn't necessarily get like super creepy vibes from it, but listening to the lyrics, I understood a little bit more mm-hmm. why you picked it and why it felt, it would make somebody uneasy because with the the way it sounds and layered around what he's actually saying, that's like, oh, shit. <laughs> his his lyrics are fine, but like there's um, or his vocals are fine. But there's like a bed of someone being like, mama, yeah. there's just like something going on in the background. It's like not just him talking. It's like a fucking demon inside of yeah. him. And it's always cool to like. He's almost like a marionette to like his sure, bad sure, thoughts sure. or something. Ooh. So that's why I thought it was like a perfect Halloween song. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 
like and that. then the like Liza Minnelli making it feel like it's like mm, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. and she comes in and she's like I'm that's why I fucking love that genre and that that like time period of music because like if your mom just like walked by real quick like oh he's just listening to some upbeat music but like we were listening to some dark shit mm-hmm. dude it's crazy well yeah. I, always, I always tell the story i mean they're not emo but mudvane played the greatest joke on mid midwest american dads that they possibly could oh have. yeah because like happy got a ton of radio playing it just sounded like kind of like normal butt rock but then you buy that album and it's heavy as shit it's fucking it'll rock your oh, dick yeah, off dude. dude and it's it's it and I, I just i think about that from time to time think about how many dads bought that album based on like the radio they heard it on 1039 or something yeah like oh yeah this is a cool new band i like this and then they get it and it's just the heaviest shit that was sitting out in their garage the like sipping miller lights like <laughs> god damn <laughs> <laughs> or just fucking just just blood coming out of their nose as they realize what they've just purchased it just always <laughs> makes me laugh dude just for some reason, the early aughts were a really depressing time for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Having having gone through high school in the early aughts, I can... I mean, it, it wasn't was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just might be an adolescence. It thing. might just be... You know, honestly, it might be a symptom of like post-9-11. Like, yeah. shit was all getting shut down and people were scared. So, maybe mm-hmm. that's what it was. Just Y2K. a sense of paranoia. Yeah, Y2K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early 2000s were crazy. Yeah, it was. So, Tom, uh, you got your next two picks. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. First one is House of a Thousand Corpses. That's your second pick. House of a Thousand Corpses, um, Rob Zombie. It was in, I think it's uh, right after, If you, if you, have you guys seen the movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Isn't it like right after they uh, they visit the gas station and it like, it, yes. it like cuts like right? I think so. Like, I think like one of the first people get killed yeah. and then it cuts into that song. And it's, th- there's like... That, listening to that song, that like scream in the background and that beat, yeah. it's like, Rah! and it's like really staticky and creep. There's like nothing creepier to me than that. Yeah, like, dude. Rob Zombie, it, I, I told, I said this in our group chat the other day, like spooky season isn't specific enough. This is specifically Rob Zombie season. Exactly. He owns Halloween between his movies and the music that he makes. It's, yeah. it's his season. I love him so much. Dude. And he like is like a huge like collector of Halloween yeah. too. Like, have you ever seen like his like mask collection mm-hmm. and like just his like prop? Like, he has, like, crazy props from, like, the movies he's made. And, like, he has, like, original masks from, like, Michael Myers movies and stuff. It's crazy. He's like the mall Santa, but for Halloween. Exactly. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, his his brand of scary is, like, super gore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super gore, super uneasy, you know, that kind of, uh, I don't know, Devil's Rejects is one of my favorite movies. Oh, absolutely. I I have to watch House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil Rejects, like, as soon as October starts, yeah. is, I watch it in like September. Is this a actually. movie with the the like evil clown? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then like they um they go to this house with like it's kind of like the same vibe of like uh, Leatherface or like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, he like, redid Texas crazy. Chainsaw too, didn't he? Right. Yeah. And then uh, um it's just like this killer family and dude, there's like a scene where they're like underground and like there's nothing fucking scarier than that scene where they're like running around down yeah dude like and there's i think it's like doctor psychos down yeah. there with them and i don't even like I horror guess. movies but i love rob zombies like brand of horror it's and it's awesome i was uh I, I saw something like the other day it's funny that we're even talk like we we're bringing this up and uh like somebody said that he, they get sick of his movies because he always casts his wife, but I don't think she's a bad actress. No. I think she is perfect for horror movies. Yeah, that's she, like a horror thing. Like Mike Flanagan hires his wife for every yeah. show he does, and she's hot. She's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's creepy as fuck. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's like that. Like she's like cute, but like 
psycho and like yeah. she can do something with her voice that's like really different. I think she's awesome. Yeah, I think she's I dope. couldn't believe that people like can't watch his movies because they're sick of him casting his wife. That's whatever. I mean, what I think fuck? I think it's cool having the same actors in the horror movies Absolutely. all the time. No one gets mad at Quentin Tarantino when he does it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, wow, he's got his own little, like, hey, like his muses. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, then. Yeah. Get out of here. You just don't like Rob Zombie. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think he's so cool. He's such a cool dude. Yeah. Perfect spooky man. <laughs> he is a perfect spooky man, for sure. What are your thoughts, Kev? Uh, pretty much the same. I mean, I, I think my thoughts are pretty well known about Rob Zombie at this point. I fucking love the dude. I love his, like, again, I love his brand of Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, where it's, like, a, an adult version of the, the classic, like, he liked it's like reading the Grimm brothers fairy tales like what they actually are it's like oh these are fucked up <laughs> oh yeah these these stories halloween stories we liked as a kid uh they're fucked up actually it's he like sh- he shines the light on horror perfectly yeah he doesn't like it's grungy and gross yeah. and gory and funny and it, it, it's i don't know i just love rob zombie i love hellbilly deluxe which so not on this that's not on this album um but I love that album. And House of a Thousand Corpses is, is like, I can't think of a spookier song than this that also sounds good because the way the piano is in this song, he's like, it's like smashing it like a maniac. And then there's the there's the screams of the woman behind oh, in the bed the it's whole the time. They, you can't, it's hard to discern whether they're screams of like maniacal pleasure or just pain. It's that weird line that he walks between like the sensuality of of spookiness and the actual like terrifyingness of it's I don't know the whole psychology of Rob Zombie is awesome so and this is a perfect song to kind of illuminate that hell yeah yeah I, I, it's a slow creepy track yeah. from him and you're not used to like slow stuff from him really yeah or at least I'm not um, and I've never seen this movie but it kind of felt like you got an idea of what the movie was about yeah. Just from hearing the song. Dude, you got to watch it. That's another one to put on your list. Yeah. It's fun. I do a horror podcast. Like, what's up with that? I haven't (laughs) seen House of a Thousand Corpses. It's a classic. Yeah, dude. It's it's like a really good movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the chorus of this song, too, where the guitar's coming in. He's like, this is the house. Come on in. It's so fucking good, dude. so good. Because you can, like, see him peeking around the corner. Like, I I looked at Tommy while I did it. It's like, it's uh, so good. So, Tommy's third pick, uh, Buried Alive by Census Fail. I had to bring another emo at one end. So, if you see the trend, I picked one for you, and then Kev, <laughs> and then you again. <laughs> so, this is another one of, like, this screams fall for me. This screams drive into a, a, a fall football, a, a cornfield, Tom's Corn Maze, or whatever like that. But uh, it's a, it's a upbeat song about a guy that found out this chick died. And there's foul play. There's like some something she didn't. I think it was like supposed to be set up as like a suicide, but they're doing like an autopsy and they're figuring out there's like poison in her system mm-hmm. before, like the supposed of like time of death and stuff. The whole the, this the whole story is just like that. I think it's like I used to listen to this song all the time, and I think it's like why I'm like so into true crime and shit. Because I was like, this story is captivating. Yeah. Like the, the this song is so interesting because I want to know what happens to this woman. They find the killer, like whatever. But um, I just love like a murder mystery situation. It's like perfect spooky season for yeah. me, and yeah. to put it in a like song format is amazing. And since it's fail, fucking slaps. Yeah, they they've <laughs> always had like such good imagery, and I think that's something cool about. They're another one of those bands like from first to last since mm-hmm. this fail. They're all they're all like mid two thousands like perfect emo bands, mm-hmm. and they borderline on like creepy but very perfectly emo. 
and that and you got to toe the line as an emo band. Yeah. And you know, since this fail makes perfect sense to me in the the spooky playlist, I think you did great with Thank this you. pick. Yeah, I, I mean, me, I didn't really get it, but I like the song. <laughs> so, cool. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but again, I again, I'm not a big. I'll tell you, I don't really look at listen to lyrics or look them up unless i'm like super interested in it yeah so if i would have looked it up and knew the story it would have made way more sense to me listen yeah, like, give I wanna, it another listen. i want to go back and listen to yeah. it now knowing what it's about uh because that certainly helps right having the right context for things yeah. and i only i didn't have a whole lot of time to listen to it either so i just did quick snap reaction it's like a almost like a like a playthrough of clue or something you're like what the heck happened to this girl like they the papers say a bullet got in the way yeah um but they found poison in her system right. later on. It's like, whoa. I'm, I'm rewatching Knives Out, and that's oh, like, yeah. that's perfect. Yes, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. The music video is fucking insane, too. You got to watch that. Yeah. I read, even, even in my notes, it's like, it didn't creep me out, really, but I'm probably missing the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, it's not creepy, but it's just like, you know, ha- Spooky Season is about murder and yeah, sure, gore, sure. And, and, you know, I just thought, I, I thought it fit. It did. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> If you know the lyrics, it definitely fits. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. Like I said, it's it's my own fault um, because I didn't have a whole lot of time to listen to it. So Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my third pick, Alligator Blood by Bring Me the Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, this reminds me of Rob Zombie's Halloween from 2007 mm-hmm. because it's so unabashedly graphic yeah. that it like the first time I watched the 2007 Halloween, I was like 15, 16, mm-hmm. and I was like, what in the hell? Like there has it really be, been that long? Yeah, That's I mean, crazy. he. I think one of the first scenes, like an adolescent child beats a shit out of someone to death with a stick out in the woods, and I was like, "What?" That stuck <laughs> out to me. Like, I, how do I remember a random scene from a horror movie? But that was like, it was like weirdly graphic, and that's how this song is. Like, I think the. Uh, let's play a song of Russian roulette. I'll hold the gun. You place the bets. Yeah. We'll see who makes it out alive. Yeah, that actually stuck out to me listening. To yeah, it. that same. Uh, put a gun to my head and paint the walls with my brains. Like all this shit's like, whoa, what? What are you saying? Yeah. But it's like all those lyrics are embedded into like the super heavy metalcore track. And if you remember back in 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, Bring Me the Horizon was a true. They were at the top class of powerhouse dude and they've like graduated to like being on the radio now which is great for them sure make your money Mm -hmm. but like back in the day they they threw down and this song makes me want to be a warp tour 2011 with my neon shirt and my my backpack on zipping it tight because i know i'm going in the pit and i'm gonna gonna throw some fists (laughs) yeah um yeah i I mean i wrote this song rips and fucks and stabs and kills i mean that's what this song does it's a fucking brutal metal track and it sounds exactly the way it should i mean i immediately added this to my metal playlist hell yeah immediately as soon as i was done listening i was like this song fucking kicks ass and then i listened to it again i was like oh oh okay that's what he's talking about because you catch stuff here and there and like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, this is brutal as shit, and I love it. I love extreme gore; it's my favorite. So yeah, man, I fucking that's all I got. It's fucking rocks, dude. Good. I pick. know <laughs> you guys all pretty much made the points I made. I mean, like <laughs> that uh, that intro to that song just sticks out so hard. Yeah. Like when I was like driving, listening to it, and he like the the rush era, like that whole that whole vibe. I was like, oh my god, this I, is. I still add this to like workout playlists. Yeah, because like. It's a song to listen to like right before you go into the gym because it's like got so much forward momentum that you're like, I can't stay in the car any longer. Yeah. I'm going in. Yeah. I'm going to the gym. 
these kind of these it's funny that these kind of songs like like bring out like kind of like a primal like adrenaline to us you know what i mean yeah that's why I, that's why i said i listen yeah. to angry music so i don't punch babies yeah i know all right it's like i, I i'm not mad when i'm listening to it it's a releasing my anger exactly for me. exactly so kev you got uh pick three and four i sure do uh first up is dracula by iced earth and i've been wanting to put iced earth on this in this show forever but i've been sparing you 10 and 11 minute long power metal songs because i really wanted to put um phantom of the opera on here from the same album it's the horror show album so obviously it's a perfect pick every it's a concept halloween album by a power metal band i couldn't ask for anything more in my life because i love power metal it's just the dorkiest dorkiest form of music that exists in the world it's 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 music for people that play D D. and i picked dracula because i love this fucking chorus i love everything about this song plus it's not very long so it you get all of the the power metal goodness that you need and you get a creepy topic which is dracula and uh yeah it's just great shit and i hope you guys like this song enough to listen to more Ice Teeth, or at least listen to this album because it's a really cool, like, concept Halloween album. The album art fucking rocks. Um, I, and I love Ice Earth. Like, I, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. I'm absolutely going to listen to more. I love that. That's I cool. love that song. It was uh, so good. 100% listen to Fan of the Opera. It's so fucking good. I, like, listening to it, I just knew, like, your love for, like, Castlevania and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. I was like, it does have Castlevania vibes. I was like, this is, like, just running around in kevin's brain right now yes <laughs> mm-hmm. if i could if i if i could i would have added the um night music from castlevania i know oh my god it's so oh fuck it's so good <laughs> uh kevin always says that uh metal is allowed to be the goofiest yeah. in nature or like corniest or Absolutely. like i don't even know if it's corny but it's like oh it's corny the dorkiest it's dorkiest shit um but if it's masked with like metal, for some reason it like gets a pass. Yeah, 100%. we talk about like fucking dragons or you yeah. know, um, like Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> Dracula is a perfect example. <laughs> like, this is so corny, but also like it's awesome. But it's it's buried behind this like really cool rhythmic metal, and that's yeah. what makes it cool. You know what I mean? And I think that's why uh, Metalocalypse was so much fun, yeah. and like this is so much fun. Is yeah. like it's kind of inherently goofy but also like i want to fucking i want to rage well it's the same reason fucking lord of the rings is cool right like that's dorky shit it's 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 like just your classic adventure tale but if everybody can, loves it because it's so inherently goofy and well not goofy you can get lost in it yeah and that's what renaissance renaissance fair yeah, is the same way yeah, exactly yeah. If you go in there and you don't dress up, then you're like, you're the outcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's cool. Like it's if awesome. you if you buy into into the shtick, then you're into it. Yeah, if you just if you just suspend your disbelief and just put your god yourself in this headspace, it's a really fun and cool place to be. Just let your inhibitions go and just be a be a dorky like basement nerd for for ten minutes while you yeah. listen to a fucking power metal song. I liked I wanted to make uh this I liked how it had like a slow start to mm-hmm. it and then like you're like, oh, this is like I, you. You start getting comfortable with like the way the song is, and then it just, bah! He like, hit, hit, yeah. Goes you get those fucking kind of, operatic vocals. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, so oh. stupid. I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, this took a turn, and I'm I'm in for it. And I was like, I need to listen to more of this. This It's so good, dude. I fucking love power metal vocals. They're so. One time I love it too. So much. I was listening to this playlist on shuffle and. 
I think Devin Townsend, and then this came on, yeah. and I was like, "Is there two Devin Townsend songs?" <laughs> I almost thought this was a Devin Townsend yeah, song. Yeah, I mean, it's it, Devin Townsend is certainly dorky. So yeah. Now yeah. uh, your fourth pick. Fourth you ready pick. for it? Yes, I am. Are you ready for it? That's the I question. am. Uh, Ghost Train, and I just my only note for this is that it's the perfect Halloween song because it's it's everything we've talked about so far about what makes a good Halloween song is just a sense of dread, impending dread. And that this song builds it up perfectly. It's like you can hear, like, I talked to you, I was talking to you about it last night, uh, Dill. And when you can hear, like, the whistles, like, they sound really far away. But the closer you get to the drop, the louder they get. So you can picture, like, this this train coming towards you, like that classic cartoon scenario. You can see the light, and it's getting closer and closer and closer. And then you get the, <clears throat> the fucking coolest pre-drop noise ever where the guy goes listen it's fucking awesome <laughs> it's, it's fucking it makes me come every time i hear it dude but then you get the the, it, the I, I get it like the noise isn't great that it makes but the i think the 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 bass drop behind it and then you get that that fucking awesome that listen right before the drop it's just so cool and then they bring it back out you hear the train whistle pass you by and then they it slows back and you have that impending sense of dread again. And it's, it's, it's perfectly builds up that chaos. Uh, also, I love the Spotify animation for this. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. It, this is the second time. in I think the last couple weeks that we've had like uh, a song about, or a song with a train coming in. Yeah. And as the song ends, the train leaves. Yep. So cool. Yeah. It works every time. It's kind of like when we talk about the saxophone, you bring <laughs> yeah. a sax in, it's, it's like a guaranteed. We're going to, we're going to approve of it. And it, it, this is absolutely a song that should be listened to in the car at night. Yes. And I kind of shit on it yesterday before we <laughs> recorded because um, we were going to record our episode earlier. The one we recorded earlier, we we're going to record it yesterday. Had some technical difficulties. And then I got a phone call. We had to leave. And Kevin was like, just give it a second chance and uh, just listen to it like in the car at night. And so I listened to it when I went on my drive yesterday and I was like, damn he was right yeah. like i don't i don't love everything about this song but like listening to it in the car at night with the windows down and it's like fall time i get it yeah i get it dude uh, it's really funny because um the, when this song came on i like immediately was like okay this is an edm song and like i like it's like i'm not really in the mood for this right now I'm, i i get the vibe i'm gonna skip it I like walked over to skip it and then like that beat dropped and I was like, okay, hold on. And then I listened to like the whole thing and I was like, this is my favorite song on the playlist. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is Fuck like, yeah. this is, this was my favorite song on the playlist. I was like, it fucking so It's the power of the, <laughs> I know. I was just like, as soon as that beat dropped, I was like, I'm fucking in. I like, I'm strapped in. I like had my finger like over the like skip button. I was like, no, I can't skip it now. I, like, I can't do it. Cause I, I went, I went through the same kind of process that you did though. When I first heard this, cause I love knife party. And cause I say, I shared you with another knife party song. It's actually my song of the show tonight. Um, I love Knife Party because they are so wildly different from really any other EDM artist that's out there. It's like them and Boys Noise do really cool shit, and they do creepy shit really well. And I was like, man, I really wanted to like this fucking song. And I, the first time I listened to it, I was like, it, it was like on through my phone. I was like, I don't get it. But then again, I listened to it in my car, and I, as soon as that happened, that drop happened, I was like, oh fuck yeah, let's fucking go. Uh, yeah, I fucking love Ghost Train. And Ben likes it too, which I was surprised with because this isn't really Ben's style of EDM either. And he was like, immediately, he's like, oh, I fucking, of course, you picked Ghost Train. I was like, yeah, of course I am. It's one of my favorite 
songs that I've heard in the last two years. It's so dope. I was I'm so, I would have been so sad if I would have skipped it. Yeah, it's like it's 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 that sense of uneasiness. There's there's no point where that song feels good. Yeah, and I'm definitely <laughs> listening to it on the way home. Oh yeah, it's because yeah. it, it'll be like midnight ish and like through these fucking back roads. Yeah. Oh dude, it's gonna be so fun. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, we'll stop jerking off to this. Song. I know. <laughs> it's just so good. My fourth pick, uh, My House by Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, this reminds me of Haunting of Bly Manor. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I have. Um, I have. But Paris does the hauntingly rock, haunting rock music better than any current band. Yeah. And Lynn just Lynn Gunn has like these powerful vocals, and it's just like she makes it seem so like like how does she have so much to be sad about? She's so young, but I love it. They remind Even, me of like a less punky Paramore. It's yes. kind of what it reminds yes, me of. I had the same like notes in my head. Yeah. Ooh, uh, a female vocalist sounds like Paramore. Well, shut up. You know what I mean. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but she just like has this like sense of impending doom, especially this first album, uh, which My House is featured on. It just had like where you're like haunted by your first. I don't know if it's your first, but you're haunted by someone being in the home. And like if you have like a shared home and then they move out then like you like mm. feel them everywhere in the house yep. and like it it's not necessarily like haunting but you feel like their presence is the there. presence yeah yeah and i i thought that was a cool thing and uh haunting a blind manor is very reminiscent of all those kind of themes so yeah. so spooky yeah yeah, I 100% would get what you're talking about because, like, anytime I go back to my mom's house, like, I can still feel my – it's not a person, Ew. but I can feel my dog's presence there still. Yeah. Like, whenever I open that door, I, I hear the click-clack of his nails in my head every time I go – because I heard it for so long, right? Mm-hmm. And so every time I open the door, I can hear my dog walking towards me. Um, so I totally get it. And, I, like, that that presence feeling, it's not creepy, but it's it's unsettling. And yes. I, I, I think that totally that perfectly fits with what we were going for here. And I think the instrumental bed in this song is really, I wouldn't call it ambient, but it's definitely, again, it's that sense of unease and like not being sure. I think that really sells it really well. Plus, again, Spotify animations. If you if you don't have Spotify, Tommy, I know um, the the coolest thing they do is do like these little 10 second like animations. Gifts for, almost. Yeah, it's like gifts that are specifically tailored to each song. That's cool. It's the coolest shit in the world. They just started doing it like two years ago. It, not everybody does it, but it's it's it adds such a cool element to what you're listening to. Oh, I gotta get Spotify. You now. sure do. I, I, that really like is something I'm into. Yeah, we'll yeah. We'll, we'll we'll pull it up uh, when we're not recording here. Or it looks like Dylan's pulling it up here. <laughs> oh yeah, like this is the Spotify animation for this song. Oh, like, that's it's super so fucking creepy, sick. right? Yes. And it just it really really sold the creepiness of this song to me. Oh hell yeah. What are your thoughts, Tom? I just love female vocalists yeah, me too. so much. Yeah, like I'm ups- I'm like fucking pumped for Adele's new album. Like I, anything with like a female vocalist, I'm fucking turning it up to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I made like a mental note in my head, and I wanted to make like a little bit or whatever. But uh, like by this song, I was like imagining both you guys doing that like in, that uh, TikTok trend where she's like, "I understood the assignment," because <laughs> I was like. Like, you guys had just picked such fuck... Like, I hadn't hated any song yet. Sure. I was like, they fucking killed this shit. Like, did I do good? Did I pick the right things? Like, <laughs> these are, like, fucking perfect. Like, yeah. It's like, I love upbeat... Because it kind of, like, if you were just, like, listening to it casually, you wouldn't really sure. get a creepy vibe. But it definitely, like, that haunting... And if you've watched that fucking show, 
It's just it has some like PTSD moments for yeah. from it for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Tom, you got pick four and oh, five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pick four is Feed Me, parentheses, Get It, from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Was this one of my picks? Yes, it was. With you in mind, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, what, what can't you, it just explains itself. I'm, the Little Shop of Horrors is like a movie you have to watch. There's like a, there's like a series of, of. Um, movies I have to watch like from September to October and that's like definitely in the lineup and that's like my favorite part I just love that fucking pl- there's nothing better than like a giant monster plant telling its master it's like guy to feed him it's so good yeah. feed me <laughs> feed me Seymour <laughs> and this song's so good yeah yeah, I mean, I'm much, much the same things to say. Like, I need to watch. It's been so long since I've seen this movie. Oh, dude. And I fucking, well, I love musicals, and I love Halloween musicals specifically. Yes. <laughs> so, and I was just thinking as you were talking about that, I think all of the best movies are Halloween movies. I know. some, At least some of the best ones are. Because I, I was talking about this I, with you a couple weeks ago, Dill. Like, all of the cool shit that happened in high school happened in the fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all we were the talking cool about um, Friday nights in October by '90s kids. That's right. Yeah, all the cool shit happens in fall. It, it's the coolest fucking time of year. It's, it is. Everybody's happy, even though they're trying to be spooky. It's just I don't know. There's something about shit that happens in the fall. It's, I think it's like 65 degree weather. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like the most romantic without yeah. being like it's fleeting. Valentine. Yeah, it's, it's fleeting. Like, it's fle- you know winter's coming and summer's over. But, like, you have this, like, perfect time to, like, watch movies and, like, do all yeah. this fun stuff. Yeah, it's like you're finally, like, everybody's out for summer and now you get to, like, hunker down and enjoy shit. Yeah, enjoy the things you love. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, fucking, I don't know. I love, I love Halloween shit. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's an absolute classic. I mean, I, you, I, like you said, it's it's Little Shop of Horrors is a great fucking musical and a great movie. This is from the latest Broadway collection, I think, this recording. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Yeah, it's just it's not really sonically spooky. No, but what's no. happening is spooky. It's a yeah. giant man-eating plant yelling, "Feed me!" Yeah, it's like I can eat I'll, this guy. <laughs> I'll give you all the things you want in the world if you just feed me humans. Exactly. Right? Yeah. and it's <laughs> that's that's creepy. Enough. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I love the song, and I I initially wrote in my notes like. I'm not big on musicals. Parentheses, who am I kidding? Yes, I yeah, love musicals. Are. Everybody's into musicals. Yes. Yeah. Anyone that says they're not into musicals just hasn't either found their right musical or they're playing tough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, I knew from like age three when I heard Grease Lightning the first time. Oh, I yeah. almost picked a Rocky Horror Picture Show song for yeah. my fourth slot, but I was like, I, I got to do uh, Feed Me Seymour. Yeah. Feed Me Seymour. It's like, it's classic. I say it like all the time. <laughs> it's just, so awesome. And like if I'm hungry or something like that, I'm always like, Aaron will be like cooking dinner. I'll be like, feed me, Seymour. <laughs> you almost sound like Bane. <laughs> yeah. Feed me, Seymour. You merely adopted to the Seymour. <laughs> oh, I was born in the darkness. <laughs> also, Suddenly Seymour is a great, great fucking song. Oh, yeah. Uh, from, obviously, Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Anyway, not this song. No. I, do, I got a real bad habit of doing that. Uh, yeah, great uh, fucking pick, Tommy. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, your last pick is track number five, uh, Thriller by Michael Jackson. Yeah, I just I threw that on there because I had written it in to you guys. I, I mean, that's like if you just want to go like super generic. If you're walking into a Halloween store, it's probably on yeah. over the over the like 
overhead speakers. It's just, I fucking love Thriller. I love the music video. Yeah. And I remember, like, at one point in my life, I knew, like, every word to the guy, like, the guy, the speaking part, and where, like, all the zombies are coming out and all that stuff. And I, like, I have, like, a vinyl of that, uh, like, a, like a, um, a picture version of it, of Thriller, and I don't know. It just screams Halloween to me. I like it. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, what can we say about Thriller that hasn't been said a million times? Right? I know, right? It's like I'm trying to find the words. It's like yeah, it's already been said. I'll tell you what, um, I got really pissed off when I played this because I thought this was a faster tempo, and I'm like, speed the fuck up! I was like, did you play a? <laughs> did you put a slower version on here? Like I remember this song being faster. I don't know. I might have put the wrong version on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. It's from the album. Yeah, like, it's got to be. I mean, it, I just it's just I have this. I've been. Uh, they speed songs Man- up on Mandela the radio. effect in, into thinking this was faster. So it was like Man. I think the radio also Ooh. sped it up. Yeah, that's interesting though. That adds another spooky factor to it. <laughs> the Mandela effect. Maybe like you're. Uh, you were in a parallel universe where this was this, this was tempo a, was just yeah. slightly faster than yeah. this version. <laughs> it's possible because I when I listened to it, I, I turned it off because I was so angry. I was like, "There's no way I'm not listening to this song. It's not fast enough." Oh, that's weird. <laughs> it pissed me off, dude. Um, but no, I fucking love this song. But the music video is iconic. It's yeah, so it's good. it's incredible, dude. I mean, it's yeah, it's one of the first like big productions I remember ever being. I mean, obviously music videos were a thing, but this like had like directorial credits in it the, almost felt like a movie it is a movie it is yeah. yeah for sure i mean the the it's it's like what the, the full video is like 12 13 it's minutes long, long. Yeah, yeah. yeah i mean there's a full acting part it's it, it's if you haven't seen the thriller video if you're too young to know who michael jackson is or how iconic thriller is just go YouTube watch it. the video it's fucking amazing it's got like a, a god amount of, of of views i'm sure it's in the billions yeah at this point. it's, it's so be. insane it's got one of the best dance numbers. Like you like I love doing like I can't wait to watch like now that Maeve's like she'll watch music videos and like copy the dance moves mm-hmm. and stuff. I can't wait to pop on Thriller for it yeah. and see if she like picks it up. And yeah. I mean regardless of what you think about Michael Jackson, um he his voice is iconic. He's the he will forever be the king of pop and this is Thriller. It's just yeah. it's so iconic, dude. It's uh, It's my favorite Michael Jackson song. That's bold. Yeah. That's bold. I mean, it's a great song for sure, but I don't know. I, I, I am picky about my Michael Jackson. Yeah. Though. It's Dirty Diana for me. Okay. Yeah, I love Dirty Diana. I'm not a big Michael Jackson I know. Fan. I know. It's fine. And that's okay. You're there, you're but right. I do like the song and I love the music video. I thought it was like yeah. a, a good pick. Thanks. Uh, who's up? <laughs> Marry you. What? <laughs> no, it's just Tommy. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Is it you or me? Uh, I, I got b- lost in the draft. I oh. B- Oh, never mind. Uh, I don't know why I got Did you excited. start or did I start? I can't remember. I started. Tommy started. So you would be in the middle? You're next. So I'm next? Yeah. I did want to add one thing, though. I almost put a Denzel Curry song. I fucking love as, Denzel Curry. As number five. Um, and I'm sad that I didn't. Well, Thriller's great, but there's like that. What's that one song where like he, like the music video is like in a circus? Like, I don't want to film, I don't Oh, uh, uh, is that from the Black Balloons album? Yes. Oh, shit. Um, it's so creepy. I don't know. I've Such listened a creepy to shit. song. I yeah, I love that rapper. But yeah, I almost yeah. put Denzel Curry as my number five. Sorry, I just... I just no, you're that. good. That's um, one of the whitest things ever. I love that rapper. I love that rapper. That rapper is so good. I love that man. <laughs> <laughs> one day, uh, I got to take like a, like a really quick sidebar, but there was one day where like I was like 
like so pissed off for some reason about K-pop. Mm-hmm. And I was like venting about it to Aaron. And I said, I will never let Maeve listen to Korean pop music. <laughs> I said like the full thing. <laughs> She's like, why did you say the whole thing? <laughs> I will never let Maeve listen to Korean pop music. I kind of like K-pop. I'm not Is it good? Uh, oh. There's some out there that's good. Makes I mean, me like, I'm not talking like BTS K-pop. But like go like seriously go and listen to some of size stuff that's not like okay. Gangnam style or gentleman like some of his older stuff's like dope as shit. Okay. I mean I like like Korean <laughs> Dil, movies. Dil has doubt. It's it, I don't yeah. <laughs> I have sincere doubt. Yeah, I have It's like any pop, dude. It's just it's just a different style of pop. Like we like pop music. We like American pop music. So there's going to be some K-pop or some J-pop that you're going to find that you're going to like. Yeah. It's just yeah, I fucking hate bts too i think that's garbage soulless music because mm. it is garbage soulless for-profit music but there's some, one direction yeah 100 <laughs> any sort of boy band that's solely targeted at 14 year old girls is always going to be garbage <laughs> it's just it just is all you have to do yeah, is make it so simple true. and put hot boys out there yep Yep. I, I love the memes of like girls our age, like talking about like how they shaved themselves down fully before like in sync and fucking. Yeah, dude. It's so we're gross. gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get approach <laughs> the these twenty eight so year funny. old boys as yeah. fourteen year olds and get <laughs> fucked. It's, it's like, gross. It's like I have like a huge regret in life knowing I shaved my whole body down before an in sync concert. It's so <laughs> oh fucking <my> funny. <laughs> you gotta look hot for JT. It's so gross. All right, what's your number five, Dill? Uh, my number five. <laughs> Uh, gasoline by Brand New. I, I when I first saw this, I thought it was Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. Oh, I got really Gasolina. excited. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um, <laughs> if you strum that guitar one more fucking time, <laughs> I know I, I'm not used I'm just to kidding. it. Um, so this song reminds me of Disturbia from 2007 Disturbia. Uh, with Shia LaBeouf. One of my favorite movies. I, it's so <laughs> good. It, when's the last time you watched it? I've never seen it. Oh, oh my. well, um, I'm not a spooky movie guy. It's okay. It's, not even, it's more thriller. Yeah, okay. I can do thriller. Suspense. It's um, like, uh, like, what would you? There was like a bunch of movies that came out at that time that were all like a guy and a girl doing something together. And it's very. It, it was like right before Transformers came out. Yeah. For him, and it was like very similar to Transformers, except it was so much better. Right. I loved it. Um, but anyway, uh, this we don't talk about brand new on this podcast because of me i know you don't listen to brand new but like they were so important to like my formative years but they got me too'd and a lot of the stuff was like oh you know like i really just don't want to associate with yeah, this it's band. hard it's hard yeah, to separate the art from the artist sometimes especially like they meant so much to me so like it's kind of like a part of your past that you're embarrassed of but it's not even like anything you did it's just like that music that meant a lot to me was like maybe about someone that I shouldn't like. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's just a lot of weird associations with it. Um, but when this album came out in 2009, I just remember how uneasy I felt with this whole album. There's like weird intros and outros, and there's like little things intermittently that just have like, like, yeah, and like there's that. some spooky sounds, and uh, <laughs> I. It, it fucking rocks hard and jesse lacy lets loose with his vocals and it just like i, I love the little heebie-jeebies i get throughout the song and that's just like the whole point of halloween exactly. and uh that's why i said disturbia was like disturbia was never scary it, there was like one jump scare i think but like generally it was just like 
you don't know where the horror is coming from. Mm-hmm. So it, that's why it felt uneasy and suspenseful in the last like 30 seconds of the song. I remember like in high school, I'd be like, Jesus Christ. Like It's so long. You want to like <laughs> skip the song. Yeah. But like now I kind of appreciate it. For, yeah. Like just like taking its time to be weird. It's intentional, right? Yeah. That's what I keep telling you about fucking metal. It's intentional. Yeah. Mm. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm just joshing with yeah, you. Yeah, let's, let's hear your thoughts, oh, though, Kev. Oh, peaches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my thoughts are that this is the perfect song for a murder montage in a teenage horror movie. I yes. had this very vivid picture in my head of this is when the murderer first shows up to camp um, stab you a lot. And he kills about half the cast you've been introduced to. And it's we're left with like the main five or six characters that are going to carry the plot from here on out. That, that that's a perfect. It, it had that from second one. I was like, oh, this is the murder montage. This is where the guy comes in and just fucking. It's um. You see people get stabbed like from the back. You see the knife come through, and that then the song starts and it just hack slash people running. Fucking he. You turn the corner and he's there and he fucking jabs a knife through the bottom of your fucking face. It's just I could see it so perfect in my head and it, it, it i couldn't escape it every time i listened to it i was like yep people like horny teens are getting murdered right yep. now and they fucking deserve it because they're all shit bags and uh, they just had sex and they just had weird awkward teen sex <laughs> which and the <laughs> the frame of the, what these guys did probably kind of weird <laughs> dude yeah foreshadowing yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, maybe um yeah, no, I fucking loved it, man. It's again perfect kind of like creepy vibe to it, Halloweenish vibe. Yeah, and this is the kind of horror movie that I like, like just slasher shit. I love slashers. It's funny that you mentioned a montage because my and I don't know if it was just because like that one dude uh, with the Parkland shooting was just like in the news or whatever, but mm-hmm. I thought of like a like my thoughts during the song was like they should have put this in um, American Horror Story where like. That one kid's like walking down, or uh, even P- Evan Peters is walking down with like his face paint. He's about to like shoot the school up. Mm-hmm. That song would fit in like perfect in like a. It's fucked up. It's yeah. creepy, but again, this is a spooky playlist. It's like a, it's like a school shooting montage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. To say it. Yeah, but that's what came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw your emoji on your notes for the next song, Bill. Yeah. Are we ready to move on? Let's do it. All Last right. track. Last track. Another Rob Zombie. Again, yeah. it's, it's Rob. It's Rob Zombie season from Hellbilly Deluxe, one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, Living Dead Girl. It's another kind of slower um, track. I mean, compared to the rest of uh, Hellbilly yeah. Deluxe, where it's Dragula, Super Beast, shit like that. Uh, I love this song. I love how Rob Zombie like weaves in old spooky movies into like snippets, and it's perfect for this one. It's like, who has this insatiable need to, for the dead or something? I forget what the actual quote is. And then it starts right up into living dead girl. It's like, oh, he's so good. He's I talk about perfect like vocalists for their style. There's nobody better at it than old Robbie Zombo. He's just so good at making creepy music. And uh, yeah, I mean, there was I could have picked any song from this. But this to me is the creepiest one on here. Um, there's some other ones that are slower and maybe have a more unsettling vibe, but this one just kind of fits. It's, it's kind of that perfect mix of like good, solid, like horror rock and, uh, super creepy as well. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what, what are you thinking about? I like giggled as soon as this came on. Like, I was like, oh, this is such a good pick. Yeah. Like as soon as, like it, as soon as it gets into the chorus and stuff, like I became like more like it opened that familiar, mm-hmm. like that familiar vibe. To yeah. It, those neurons started firing. I was like, oh my God, this is so perfect. I love this song so much. I hadn't listened to it in like a long, long time. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a perfect creep. Neither had I, and I still knew all the words. And that's how really? you know I fucking love. I fucking listen. I ran the wheels off this album when I, <laughs> when I was a kid, man, because I still just picked it right back up. I want to listen to the whole album now. Oh, Hellbilly Deluxe is great, dude. It's a oh man, what a good. It's a good, great Halloween album. Hell yeah. I'm just down for whatever Rob Zombie has yeah. to offer, and I, I think there's a reason all three of us have mentioned him in one way or another. Yeah. We've you two have picked a song, and then I picked a movie that reminded mm-hmm. me of it. Yeah. And like Rob Zombie is just synonymous with Halloween yeah. for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's because he has like his own brand. Like we've all picked different like facets of why we enjoy spooky season. And like, but Rob Zombie kind of has like the overly gore pigeon held. You he know, was, and he's the bane of Halloween. He yeah, was born he, in it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. was sculpted by it. <laughs> like, and I think that's, that's like a cool place to be as a creator is like, you're not seen as like, Oh, we've seen everything you have to offer. Like everything you do is going to be held in high regard, yeah. and that's that's hard to do in a genre of music and a genre of <laughs> like horror movies because yep. horror movies are very easy to write off. So, uh, yeah, I w- I was down for it. I hadn't heard the song before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. The the whole oh, Hellbilly wow. Deluxe. Did you you didn't play Twisted Metal three? Yeah. What uh, song was that in? It's well, definitely in the soundtrack. It's like in a movie or something. Like uh, Super Beast and uh, I think Dragula. Rob Zombie did the music for Twisted Metal 3 or 4, one of the two. Oh, um, so okay. Dragula was definitely in there because Rob Zombie was an unlockable character and you were in the, right. the the thing he's in, the video in, that, that like car he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been so long since I played that. So. But yeah, I mean, Dude, they need to revamp that game. Every time I they do, be. it sucks. Twisted yeah. Metal Black was the last good Twisted Metal. But Twisted Metal is a great Halloween video game. True. Twisted Metal Black especially is a great Twisted Metal. Dude, game. I used to be so afraid to play that game. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a creepy it's game. It's so dude. creepy. Like, all the backstories are super creepy. Yeah. Like, especially Sweet Tooth. Yeah. yeah. You guys want to get into a couple honorable mentions? Yeah. That's yeah. a doer. I was uh, wondering if you guys did any. Kev, Kev has a few. I didn't have any, but... Um, I know you got, you got one right. I have like, uh, like I I couldn't pick like a one song from this whole out like this whole musical number. I don't have you guys seen the movie It Follows? Mm-mm. It has such it has a perfect Halloween like horror uh, soundtrack to it. Like the score for that movie, they they're like each fucking song from that score is like homage to some kind of genre of like halloween movies or horror movies in general it's that like i you have to listen to that i hope you guys will listen to that one day like from beginning to end that whole it follows uh album or watch the movie because the uh, watching the movie and hearing the score with the like imagery of that that movie is perfect it literally screams spooky season to me 100 percent. which which one of you put saint james infirmary on here what which one of you put Saint I James? Did. Okay, I fucking love that song. Yeah, not I, that song is one of the most covered songs of all time. I yes. love the, like the Cab Calloway version is my favorite. Because oh yes, it's, it's from the specifically from the Betty Boop cartoon. It's fucking. That's so what good. I. That, that's what I. Like, oh yeah, yeah, Coco. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the fucking the video. Oh, 
He's so fucking good. That whole oh yeah, I see the, from the Betty Boop short. <laughs> yeah, Snow White. Yeah, yeah. it's. It, I mean, the short's amazing. It's so good. Um, the the ghost is rotoscoped, Cap Calloway. Yeah. Yes. 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 Or what is it? Is it rotoscope where they like trace the actor's movements? It's a, uh, like, yeah. it's a cheaper way of doing I think, animation. I think you're right. I think that's what it is. I think it's called rotoscoping, but it's it's actually Cab Calloway dancing, doing those moves, and that's they just so they cool. traced over him frame by frame. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen that short, he though, moves great. like so. Yeah. That makes so much more sense now. He moves like with like such a. Uh, before we I leave, I'll pull up the video of where they do it side by side. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Taste of Ink by The Used, kind of for the same reasons you picked yes. since it's failed, was like The Used is such a perfect like emo band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't want to pick The Used and MCR in the same playlist. So. Uh, fuck it. Yeah. You could have. Yeah. I would have understood why yeah. you did. I felt like I had to like draw a line in the sand, like pick one or the other. I, I know. You I know how I feel too. about The Used. I love The Used. So. I, yeah. picked, I picked two emo songs. Yeah. yeah. Well, brand new. You put brand new in there. I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. You probably would have. I didn't want to oversaturate it. The scales would have tipped. Yeah. You got any honorable mentions? Not off the top of my head. I mean, listen to the Hellbilly Deluxe or really any Rob Zombie album. They're all really good. Yeah. I mean, no, he's the king of Halloween. Yep. Uh, let's get into songs of the show. Um, Tommy, do you have a song of the show? I've just been listening to like a lot of like uh, movements, um, knuckle puck, um, Right now, probably my song of the show would be Daylily by Movements. I've been listening to that song so much. I don't know if you guys have heard that song. Yeah. You know that nope. song? Um, I get the vibe. It's a song about suicide. So it kind of fits this this vibe. It's like he's like singing to this girl about, you know, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to have find another reason to, stay, to stick around. Right. Um, it's just a fucking such a good song. And that whole album is so amazing. And all these bands I've been listening to, like Knuckle Puck, um movements uh hot mulligan they they just like the the music just feels like fall mm-hmm. it, like it just you put it on and it just like i want to put a hoodie on and drink some coffee and yep. go fart around in a corn maze like yeah. it, like <laughs> it just i love this kind of music so much and like we were just like going off about fall earlier like i just i really it's funny because I think fucking the weekend says it, but I come alive in the fall time. I really do. Uh, yeah, I, I think so I, it's my it's a hundred percent. If I could live in fall all the time, I, know. I would do it. hundred percent. I just need to move to Pacific Northwest, I guess. But uh, yeah, fucking love fall. I, I only am happy in the fall. I know. I really am. <laughs> I fucking hate the summer. I hate the spring because bugs come back. Yes. The winter is cool until it's not, and then it's fall is just perfect. Everything about fall is the fucking tits. Yep. I love it. Fall is perfect tits. That's what it is. Perfect, perfect tits. tits. Perfect yep. tits. Couldn't have said it better. Just like a C <laughs> cup, perky, cute little nips <laughs> <laughs> that change colors and change colors fall off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's your song? That was a bit of? about leaves. <laughs> <laughs> My song of the show is "Centipede" by Knife Party. Um, because I think it's still great. This could have made it on this playlist yeah. uh, for sure. Um, I don't know if you've listened to it, Tommy. No. Um, I sent it to Dill late last night because I was, I just, I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I forgot about how fucking cool knife party was back in the day. And it's, it's the kind of like hard style dubstep shit that really got me back into EDM hardcore because it's, there's a lot of metal elements in it. It's like, it just hits really super fucking hard. The drop in this is fucking brutal, dude. It's, it's, there's some sort of it just 
you said it was like a Galaga effect. I said it was like some dude having a seizure on a keyboard, but it works musically somehow. It's just it's it's fucking awesome. Um, it's and like I love the intro where it's like the nature documentary about the centipede ambushing in a tarantula and it's like how it's hot things are hollow and full of poison it's just it's a really creepy intro into a kind of a creepy song with just a sick like late or like early 2010s banger dude okay you gotta send that what's that song called uh centipede i'll send okay. it to you. i'll send it to you. i can remember yeah um my song is fuck Comma, I'm Lonely by Bill Murray and the Daisy. You are all on Bill Murray right well, now. Well, yeah. Yes. I, I was super into Bill Murray. And I I think I talked about on the last song of the show, Bill Murray and Friends. It's mm-hmm. like an album. And uh, you listened to Attack Attack back in the day, oh, right? Oh, God, yes. Um, it's, uh, the, the clean vocalist from Attack Attack has like a new band. And we covered it on uh, an album, 400 Pound Back Squat by Bill Murray. And I've kind of worked my way backwards. And he covered one of my favorite pop songs of like the last decade, uh, Fuck I'm Lonely by Love. And he just kind of makes it a little more heavy. And I don't know. Any version of Fuck I'm Lonely, because there's the original version by Love. He has a Love has like a stripped version. Just like any version of the song I love. God, it, I love so. that. I gotta listen to that too. Uh but <laughs> Fuck I'm Lonely by Bill Murray and Dayseekers is uh is the jam. So All right. um if you want to check out our social media, it's our Instagram is at off the beat clef. Our Twitter is at off clef. Our TikTok, a TikTok, the TikTok, a TikTok is at off the beaten clef pod, and our Gmail is off the beaten clef at gmail.com. Yep, please email us. We love emails. We love them. Um, Send some snail mail. You want uh, Dylan's address? I got it in my phone yeah, right don't, now. Let's not dox Dylan here. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Um, so I got uh, my next album picked. Oh, shit. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I didn't know if we were, what we were going to do here. Uh, I was talking smack a few weeks ago because I kept picking like songs from Still Woozy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that coward's going to keep putting out singles until he, he never he's never going to put out an album. Because mm. he's put out singles for five years now. And he finally released an album. It's a 13-track album that's 35 minutes long. Oh, god damn. <laughs> it's uh, the perfect pop album, yeah, honestly. Um, I have listened to like the first three tracks okay and it's only because i made them like my songs of the show like at another point in time so i'm excited to hear a full album because we like it it's weird but also like can we stand a full album of it yeah that's the questions we're going to answer yeah and full disclosure this might be one of our last uh, episodes for a while we usually like we last year we decided to just take a break during the holidays just because it's crazy for me, especially working retail, I'm going to have a lot of shit on my plate. and then Fucking I'm, Black Friday's coming up. Yeah, and, then, you know, Dill, doing what you do, it's going to, I mean, people get hurt during the holidays and set yeah. fire to shit. <laughs> so, it's yeah. true. Um, it, it's going to get crazy for us. And, you know, we might do, we might try to do a best of again. If we can get, uh, we can get some people to join us. Maybe we can get uh, Louie and Ben in the same room and we'll do something that way. But... Uh, more than likely, we might do maybe one more episode, but I, I'd be comfortable. Stop. I mean, we can talk about this off air, but just so you guys know, um, all you know, twenty listeners that we have, <laughs> uh, that that might be our last episode for the year. Yeah. So, man, I was hoping you guys would do like a a review on like Adele's new album. We might. Yeah. Or uh, maybe like Frank Ocean just uh, added some new art to his Spotify, and he he only does that when he releases albums. Frank Ocean's uh. Yeah, I'd, I'd be f- 
I'd be interested. I'd love to do a Frank Ocean album because, again, it's one of those artists that I know I like. So I, I just never, Frank I just Ocean. never listen to him. Yeah, this is there's this weird thing I have. It's like I don't need to prove that I like this person. I do that too, dude. Yeah, I so I just too. don't listen to. I it. like. I'll see a show and I'm like, I know I'll love that show, but I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me literally with everything you suggest to me, Dylan. Like Big Mouth, Bojack. Like I know I would like them. I know. It's like I already know I like it. So I don't need to watch it. <laughs> it's not the point. Though. I know, I know. Uh Tommy, thank you so much for yeah, coming thanks on. Thanks for coming thanks, on, man. Guys. We missed I, you. I had a blast. You're it's always fun. welcome back on. Yeah. Especially next year. Hell yeah. <laughs> and wait, yeah, wait until next year. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> But in the uh, meantime, we are going to do a fantasy football <laughs> podcast. Yeah, d- Tommy really wants to do a fantasy football podcast. Where basically, I just like rip on my players. That, would, talk that shit. actually would be fun. Like, we just talk shit. Yeah, like, and we give you terrible advice. I fucking hate my team. That, like that would be fun. To yeah, just, yeah. Just uh, like a casual. Who do you think you are at professional athletes? Who do you think you are? I yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Throwing up four oh, points yeah. for me last week. Did you see uh, Aaron, just roasting every player you yeah, have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see Aaron Rodgers mic'd up? Yeah. I still own you. Yeah. <laughs> I own you. Whatever. He's a goofy boy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Look under the bed. <laughs>